0: This episode of Live at the Family Barbecue is brought to you by Get Far Magazine, the number one magazine for black culture. So make sure you check that out. That's G-E-T-F-A-R-Magazine.com. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, AWOL, here. Uh, doing this one as a, a Lone Ranger today. It's going to be a brief. I got a 10-minute interview with uh, Andrew Schultz that went really well uh i hope you ain't click on it thinking it was about to be a one hour interview uh we did that shit on the roll and uh he was cool enough to bless us with that so shout out to him so uh it's about 10 minutes and it'll be at the end of this uh imani is uh hitting the road doing modeling and all sorts of other baller shit that i'm not invited to so, um, it's just me today, but uh, she should be back with us next week if you guys were checking for her. So, um, real quick, just a couple of things I wanted to touch on before I get to uh, the Andrew Schultz interview. Uh, real quick, little Yachty and Joe Budden, did y'all see that shit? Um, Like I said, it's going to be brief, but I can't care about anything that doesn't um involve you know the well being of others, bodily harm, um, you know, world, political, social type things, civil rights. And I can't care about anything that's not that as much as Joe Budden cared about that goddamn little Yachty album cover. Literally. Literally. I tried and it just didn't work. Um, I tried to be as mad as Joe was about that, and it really just didn't work, man. And um, I really think we just got to get to a point where we just stop giving a fuck about some of this little stuff, because uh, that's that's really little to me. The little Yachty cover, and even his music, man. I see a lot of people get upset with him, and you know, on the internet, talking about him at a radio station, he's whack, and some of that may be true, but and it is true. But, I mean, he can still make a good song. And he's just not a lyrical type dude. But he's getting money. He's making music uh, that caters to a certain group. They love it. They support it. And it's all good. Let that man live. He is a 19-year-old kid. 19. Think about what you was doing at 19 years old. For real. Think about what some of your friends were doing at 19 years old. He's not supposed to be thinking like a 25 30-plus, almost 40-year-old uh, Joe Budden or some of the other radio personalities, DJs that's talking about him. He's not supposed to have that kind of mindset. He's still growing. He was in prom two springs ago. Think about it. Just think about it, man. If you don't want uh, to give something life or you don't want it to be big or you don't care about it, you think it's whack, just don't listen to it literally just don't listen to it and we need to do that with a lot of things uh whether it's people on Twitter trolling uh you know people who say crazy things on TV don't retweet it and repost it and do all of this and that and be outraged about it man big up somebody else who's doing something good or doing something really dope and let that drown out all the whack shit and you won't have to worry about all of the stuff that you don't like so, that's just my little two cents on that, man. Uh, I really hope I really hope Joe and some of you other niggas that's getting mad at Lil Yachty like that to, you know, get over it, man. Just support good music or do good music and let that shit go. Lil Yachty might not even be here in the next couple of years. So, that kid is getting his money in. Uh, I'm proud of him. Especially somebody who works in a school With high school kids I see a lot of A lot of Excuse me A lot of little yachties, uh Every day Every day um, Really intelligent kids May not know what they're gonna do And If you listen to his interview He is an intelligent kid And Anybody who can Get where he's gotten um, You know really His little run started A year or two ago So he was what 17 So Um, You got to give that man his respect. He did it dope. And, um, you know, I hope he keeps going with it, man. And whatever else comes out of it, whether it's fashion, business, uh, acting, whatever it is. I hope uh, he finds something to make a career out of this, even if it's not music. Um, Because a lot of us, we just need a start. You know, we need a head start. Um, We need something that will... Get the ball rolling for what we want to do for the rest of our lives. And for him, it was making fun music for high school and um super young college kids, man. And you can't knock that. You can't knock the hustle. So shout out to him, man. And uh I hope he keeps doing his thing. But don't get mad at him. Support him. For real. And support doesn't come and buy his music, but support a young black man that found a positive way to do something uh music in this case and move on move on listen to what you listen to support some dope shit kick it out keep it moving so that's my little two cents on that uh hopefully i didn't ramble you could at me if i did um lavar ball real quick i'm talking about lavar ball so, anybody who doesn't know, that's Lonzo Ball's dad, uh, potentially the number one draft pick in the NBA draft uh, coming up. And um, their brand, Big Baller brand, released their first sneaker over the weekend. And um, it's priced at four ninety five. And uh, a lot of people are stuck on that. Who does he think he is? Michael Jordan didn't do this when he came out. Kobe, LeBron, all of them didn't do that. Um, And all I have to say to that is good for Kobe, LeBron, and Michael Jordan. This is not their thing. Um, They didn't have their own brand coming out of high school. This is something that was created by the balls, their family, something that they wanted to do. And give to the world, and um, what I love about it is it's black business, and it's doing for self. Even if you don't agree with the price, which is cool. I mean, uh, I don't got no big baller uh ninety five for some sneakers type money right now. Definitely not. But um, that doesn't mean I can't support in other ways. You know, um, we support Gucci, uh, Louis. Prada Christian Louboutin uh, and a lot of that stuff is priced way higher you know way higher and a lot of times it's coming from people who uh, don't even want us black people people of color in general wearing their product so I have no problem with that man charging 4.95 for some shoes because um, he feel like that's his worth and uh, it was something that somebody told me uh, not somebody, but uh, Everett Taylor, um, marketing guru, um, had a conversation with us last week at the uh, high school I work out, work out at, and uh, work at. Excuse me. And he said that unless you're an entrepreneur, you will never get paid the amount of money you're worth. Hmm. Unless you're an entrepreneur you will never get paid the amount of money you're worth makes perfect sense um we know it only costs 10 12 dollars to make these shoes overseas whatever it may be they come over here and charge 150 200 for them they give you know kobe lebron kd 200 million even uh think they signed LeBron to a billion dollar lifetime deal with Nike. How many billions is Nike worth? And something you might want to look at. How many billions is Nike worth? I'll say it on the next show. I forgot to uh look it up. But uh I had just seen it the other day. I don't want to misquote. But think about that. How much is Nike worth? Um And how much is Nike worth because uh, LeBron is wearing them, Kobe is wearing them, KD is wearing them, Kyrie is wearing them? How much are they worth because of those names? The Lakers make how much a year? uh, I think the most, if it's not them, it's the Yankees. I think that's the most uh, profitable uh, sports franchise in the world right now. They paid Kobe $25 million, and we said he was selfish for taking that. How much are the Lakers still getting off of Kobe today? And he's retired. How big did he help make the Lakers brand over, like, the last 20 years? You'll never get paid as much as you're worth if you're not an entrepreneur. Live Uber, those drivers, those are billion dollar. That's what, those are billion dollar companies. Both of them, Lyft and Uber, right? Those drivers this is a, lucky if they take in maybe a thousand a week. How much you think they're worth to the company? So I don't got no problem with what Levar Ball doing. In other words, um, if you can't buy them, just don't buy them. But. Um, support somebody that's going out there getting it started on their own um designed the sneakers they self priced them they self doing distribution themselves that's black excellence man that's really black excellence regardless of what you think of the price you don't got to buy them but you can support cuz we support all kinds of stuff that we don't or can't afford so um shout out to the balls man i hope they i hope they sell a million i hope they go platinum with the sneakers i hope they go diamond with them so uh but we'll keep an eye on that like i said shout out to them though um what else oh we're about to get into the interview silly me so quick backstory um i've been listening to schultz uh andrew schultz on the brilliant idiot podcast since last september october something like that um and then i actually saw him and Charlemagne at this podcast festival uh now here at this fest and i got a chance to meet uh yeah Charlemagne, uh andrew schultz uh van latham From TMZ All good folks Uh, Combat Jack Met him there too Exchanged information With a few of them Um, So um, Main reason I'm bringing this up Is to One tell you to Always go hard Uh, Two Stay ready And um, Three I don't know What was my third point I said stay ready Go hard and maybe it's keep pushing. I don't know. I think keep pushing and go hard. Similar but different. Similar but different. So just remember that. So uh, I had met a few of them. This was September, October last year. And I uh, was at the Now Hear This Fest. Uh, Exchanged information with Van Combat Jack. Uh, been reaching out to them. Um. So I had never really heard uh, Andrew Schultz prior to the brilliant idiots became a big fan of that podcast obviously um and uh on one of the shows he had said um from now on when he goes on tour doing um you know stand-up he wanted to do some of the popping podcasts in the area so that's what he was gonna try and do So I remember that I kept that in the back of my head. So whenever he's in L.A. or the Bay, I'll definitely reach out to him. So it just so happened he was doing a show in um, Sacramento and San Francisco this past weekend. So I was like, man, let me try my luck with this, man. So, of course, in this age, uh, the way we reach out to someone is we tweet them. So uh, I was tweeting them for about a week and uh, I was talking to Nigel about it. Some of the other team at the magazine, like I'm going to try and get them. So just kept tweeting and he ended up hitting me back and he was like, let's figure it out. So it was an affirmative. It was a go. We just had to figure out when we was going to do it. So I immediately DM'd him like, yo, uh, this is me, Amir, live at the family barbecue. When can we set this up? This is about a week before the event. And uh, I'm hitting him in the DM and then uh, tweeting him like every day just to follow up. So, uh, me and Nigel, um, my cousin, he works with us at the magazine too. Got to get him on the podcast one of these times. Uh, we was like, yo, let's just go to the show. I was like, yeah, definitely got to go to the show. So, um, we did that, got our tickets, kept uh, sending him messages. He never responded. So, I was like, look, all I got to do is get in contact not get in contact with him but get in front of him and then uh, i'm gonna bring this up so i gotta make sure i make that happen so we went to the show excellent show man uh it was my first time ever watching his stand-up um any of his stand-up i had never watched it on youtube on tv that was my first time and he killed it definitely a dope show so i suggest you check it out if you in the uh if he comes to your town um and uh you know show ended ran up on him said yo uh it was me you know um from the week that it tweeted you about coming on the podcast and he was like damn man uh i meant to hit you back it's been a busy week um is there some way we can do it tonight so that's what i'm saying stay ready before we went to the show i had said uh, I'm bringing my equipment Because if he say I'm not going to give him No reason to say no Like he can't do it So I'm going to have All my shit on me So I brought my mic Brought my laptop I had my headphones All of that And um, You know So when he asked me I was like Man I got my shit in the car Like, What's up And he was like Alright bet Let me take a few pictures And then we'll do it right after Cool Took the pictures Took me and Nigel Up to the green room We kicked it for about 30 minutes Just chopped it up And uh, we did the interview and uh, I always knew uh, Schultz was a cool white boy, Um, but nothing confirmed it more than prior to the interview when that man was fucking up a plate of cornbread collard greens, (laughs) macaroni and cheese. And fucking barbecue chicken i don't know what else it was it might have been ribs or some shit i don't know but he was fucking that shit up and any black people know if you got a black to go plate you just use a paper plate sometimes it's the uh what was it the styrofoam whatever it is the foam type joint and black folks know we got aluminum foil wrapped over the top of that shit can i get an amen Aluminum Wrapped over the top of it This man built that aluminum back And started fucking this soul food up Right in front of me Before we did this goddamn interview And yeah It was perfect man So we had a great interview But that's what I'm saying man Keep pushing, go hard Um, Reaching out Doing the tweets uh, Running up on somebody You never know what that's gonna be for you Whether it's in sports, whether it's in, uh, you know, anything, a class, uh, you know, anything, just go hard at it. Keep pushing and something good is always going to come out of it. Because if I would have decided to not bring my equipment, I'm pretty sure that wouldn't have got done last night. Uh, If I would have never tweeted them, it wouldn't have got done last night. And uh, investing in yourself, I think that was my third point was supposed to be. So that could be a fourth one, but invest in yourself. So. Going to the comedy show, spending that money to get in front of somebody, um, you know, so all of that stuff lined up uh, for us to be able to give you the interview that we about to have. Like I said, it was 10 minutes, but it was excellent. So um, today's is going to be called Hated or Love It, man. That's for Yachty and the Bulls, LeVar Bulls. um and my guy Schultz, Hated or Love It so uh thank you for tuning in uh here goes the interview and definitely at me this week and let me know what you think of it get forward, get forward Yo. what's up everybody this is a wall i'm live at the family barbecue again got a very special guest Extremely talented comedian My Just man. had a great show Thank you very much Andrew Schultz What's hey, going on baby? How you doing man? Good So the first time I saw you Was at uh, the Now Hear This Fest Yep. And uh, it was a podcast of course So this was the first time I really got to see you in comedy So it was great Because I felt like you know me getting to know you on the podcast Was like I gotta see some other stuff that he does Right. So one of the first things I noticed Today was the command of the crowd that you had What's helped you get Into that zone was I'm like a ball player So whenever I play basketball I watch A Kobe tape or something like is it something You watch Sorry. or do Yeah.
1: No, no. As long as I take a shit <laughs> Before I go on stage that used to be my M.O. Uh-huh. I think that was just nerves Okay. But um, I think that Communicating to people has always been like um, a strength of mine because most of it, most of what inhibits people is nerves. Mm-hmm. And I don't really feel that nervous mm-hmm. about. I don't really feel that nervous to go on stage I mean there might be a little nervous because I want to do well in a certain city and I care about what that city right. means to me like when I was in Sacramento and there's no offense to anybody there but like I just didn't really care if I did bad or not Right. and that actually makes the performance way better mm-hmm. you know I was saying to Dave earlier today in the car it was like it's like uh, you, your game is at its best when you're talking to a girl you don't want to fuck mm. Like, then you're charismatic. and right. you, know, you don't you got, give a fuck. You don't care. I don't care if I get pussy, so I'm going to say whatever to you. And she right. knows that. She's attracted to that. Right. I think crowds know that as well. Right. If, if you don't care what they think, genuinely, mm. they're, they're, they feel at ease. Mm-hmm. They feel less pressure. So, But for me, it's just I've been doing this 10 years, man. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've been performing in front of crowds for 10 years, and I pay attention to what works and what, you know, what doesn't work and, you know. There's a lot of things That might seem counterintuitive But like If you want to get a crowd To be quiet You talk lower Right That brings them in Right You know Talking louder Just makes them feel comfortable Being loud So little things like that Little tricks of the trade You pick up
0: Right 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 So playing off of that Was there ever a crowd Because I know you all Go through uh, You know Trials and tribulations Was it a tough crowd Or something like that Of course That helped you get to that point One that you can remember Oh yeah I mean I don't know if I've told this story On the Prolly But like
1: First time I mean, I've gotten punched in the face on stage. What? Yeah. First, I'm eating. If anybody is just hearing this, right. Also see your boys calling. But so basically, first time I ever, um, first time I ever did a quote unquote hood room. There's different comedy scenes, right? right? There's like a hipster comedy scene that's like there's like bar shows, and there's a black comedy scene which are also bar shows, mm-hmm. and then there's like the club scene mm-hmm. which is like uh, it's they would like to think it's a mixture of the two, but. I don't think there's a lot of hipster comics that are in the clubs, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some black comics that are in the clubs, some right. hipster, but right. but um. So first time I ever did a quote unquote black room or hood room was uptown in, in Harlem, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, and then this guy just I was talking shit to the guy in the crowd, and he walked up and punched me in the face, and then um they grabbed him, threw him out, get, grabbed the mic, and they were like, "All right, man, keep doing your thing." Just, I just had to keep on going after that, right. and then I think after that experience, like that's the worst thing that can happen on stage. Right. So
0: after that, what do I have to be afraid of? All right. right. It was cool. cool, cool. So were uh, who were some of your influences then coming up?
1: Um, I mean, my favorite comic. I mean, growing up, I mean, I, I, I started probably because of Eddie Murphy. Mm. I wanted to be funny because of Eddie Murphy. Um, I love Bernie Mac. Rest you know, the, in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. Um, And then Chris Rock probably I was attracted to Chris Rock just because of his way of thinking. You know, Mm -hmm. he's like very contrarian and thinks of another angle to whatever the thing is. And there's like this really intellectual aspect of of his comedy, you know. Whereas like um, Eddie and and Bernie, it was like raw funny, but I wouldn't say it was like. Supremely intellectual Mm. Like I look at Chris As more intellectual Than funny He Mm -hmm. just figured out How to make shit funny As well Right But he's just like A genius Brain guy Right So I love Chris Patrice O'Neal like And that Patrizio is my favorite comic mm-hmm. I think he's the best ever
0: Oh Yeah So how has the uh, Brilliant Idiots Helped you as a performer Or even growing your audience Because like I told you Like I just found out About you about the podcast And then I started Watching everything else you do mm-hmm. You know So how has it Helped you grow As a performer And also your audience Or your reach Well My reach has been everything I mean you saw the show mm-hmm. Today I would say 95% of the crowd Is
1: Brilliant Idiots fans mm-hmm. um, So So 95% of the people that came out, mm-hmm. Brilliant Idiots fans. Um, I've been on TV for the last five years, mm-hmm. you know, tons of different TV shows. But the main draw is Brilliant Idiots. Mm-hmm. Now, it just so happens some of these Brilliant Idiots fans also watch me on TV and wow, these right. kind of things like that. But the greatest draw in my career so far has been a podcast. Because mm-hmm. you're with these people for two hours a week. Mm-hmm. Like when I speak to them, like you listen to the podcast You probably think you know me mm. You know what I mean Like you right. know intimate details About my life It's not like you're seeing Some guy that you just You know It's like Is at a comedy club That you're seeing It's like you know Things about my family You know It's a right. different relationship Right So when I come into town It means more I think for these people To come see mm-hmm. So it's a great Great thing I just it's lo- I love it It's the best thing That's happened to me In my career
0: always. It sounds like you've been Having a lot of fun on it too So is there anything That stood out about this tour uh, Compared to some of the other ones you've been on Um
1: And it stood out Well this is probably One of the first ones Where like I made a real tour Out of it Mm -hmm. You know as a comic You're going on the road All the time But it's not like This consolidated thing This is the first time Where I'm like No I'm gonna I'm gonna make a tour I'm gonna go out For two months straight More than that And I'm gonna Take this act To these places And just really Kind of you know, really, you know, try to make it a thing that people want to be at and mm-hmm. want to see, and, and push it to another level, and push comedically to another level. See how far I can take certain things. Right. So, so yeah, it's just you're always getting better. You're always trying to improve, and I just feel like this is the most improved version of myself so far.
0: That's you dope. Yeah. And what's next in terms of visions for your career? Because I see you doing a lot of stuff with movies now, with TV. Is that like the next thing? I that think to next thing. I think the
1: next thing is my special I shot a special we've been trying to uh, sh- we've been trying to ship it mm-hmm. shop it mm-hmm. to networks but I'm getting um and nothing nobody's pulled the trigger just yet. We're having like these conversations but I'm honestly just getting tired mm-hmm. and I might just want to release it myself. Mm-hmm. I think that in this career like if you can ask permission and if they don't give you permission, you just gotta do it yourself right and I think I might want to do it and then it's always scary because you worry about failing but at the same time it's like It's on you It's on me It's exactly what I want to do And I'm gonna fucking I think I'm gonna give it a shot So I think I might release it Pardon me We're dealing We have one more deal That's kind of going on right now So we'll see what happens But I think I might just
0: release it yeah, we'll be uh, definitely supporting because we want to see that. Especially, I know it's gonna have even more on what had took place tonight because the show was hilarious. Thank you, man. I Appreciate that. Yeah. So, just two more for you. I know you got to get out of here. Sure. But, um How do you want to be remembered? Because I know it's a lot of layers to you. It's the comedian. It's the media guy. You also, you know, very intelligent. We've seen you on Fox News and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, how do you want to be uh, remembered as Andrew Schultz? It's
1: an interesting question. I don't really care about that. Mm. I mean, it's fun to it's fun to to think that your peers would really care about you. Mm-hmm. You know, like I remember getting a yearbook once and like reading some things in the yearbook and like you know hearing people be like you know just really nice things. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, it's a yearbook, you got to say something nice, but there's certain things that aren't generic that sure. you know like really kind of touched me. It's like, oh wow, that's cool that you would have thought about that. But I try not to think about. How I'll be remembered mm-hmm. I don't really care about that as much legacy Like when I'm dead I'm dead so it doesn't mm-hmm. matter Like I want to get the most out of me being alive Life. So how am I treated now How do people care about me now yeah. um, And you know Patrice O'Neill he was like I'd rather I want to be loved or hated mm-hmm. I don't want anywhere in the middle mm-hmm. the Middle is like mediocre or Being okay at something is awful to me I can't. I'm, I'm like Disgusted by the idea of it right. So Loved or hated is great. I'd totally be, de- be fine with that.
0: No, that's that's yeah. definitely real. So last question before, uh you get out of here, and thank you again for taking the time out. Absolutely. When are you going to convert to Asalama Andy? I'm on the way, brother. <laughs> I'm on the way. <laughs> what did I just eat right now? I was about now? to say, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, when you going to become a brother, man? I was about to say, I got to hook up on the bean pies. <laughs> I got to connect for you for real. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know which I don't know which uh, Islam I'm gonna
1: join. I don't know if it's gonna be the nation, right, 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 Or right. Shia, Orthodox, Shuni, I it <laughs> I'm you know I'm coming close, but I'm there. I don't know if I'm ready to leave bacon and, and white bitches.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so we appreciate it, man. Thank you Thank again, you, man. Best of luck with this, man. Thank you. Absolutely. All right,